0: Welcome to Radical Resilience, the podcast. I'm your host, Pega Kadkodian. Resilience is more than just learning to bounce back from adversity. It is both a spiritual and practical journey of returning to the essence of who you are. With Radical Resilience, life can throw anything at you, and no matter how tossed around you get, no matter how hard you fall, you have the ability to get back up and come home to yourself. Here are the inspirational stories of women who embody Radical Resilience and learn the resources you need to reclaim your passion, purpose, and power. Hello, and welcome back to Radical Resilience, the podcast. As always, I am Pega Kadkodian, your host. So excited to be back here with you. We also have some beautiful chirping birds joining us today because my window is open and they're just going to be adding a little effect and I love it because they're actually outside, but sometimes they sound like they are in my apartment. So uh, today's guest is someone who is so special to me. I'll introduce her and give you a little background and then tell you what I think is even more important about our relationship. So today we have on Miss Sarah Gouldy. She is a full-time master coach for a high-performing real estate team and brokers. She helps them scale their businesses and reclaim their lives by focusing on systems and process implementation. For over 15 years, she's owned a high-performing real estate team in Maryland. She had a pretty major speed bump around six years ago in her life and quickly decided it was time to fall madly in love with herself. And that's where we crossed paths. As far as her credentials go, she holds certifications in neuro-linguistic programming, mental-emotional release technique, and hypnosis, as well as being DISC-certified. She is currently in school. Working towards completion of her bachelor's degree in psychology and organizational leadership in business with a plan to attain her master's degree in industrial organizational psychology. She is passionate about helping her clients create change in their lives and guiding their journey to also fall madly in love with themselves, just like she did. Aside from all those incredible credentials, Sarah is special to me because she was a client of mine for a few years and we have gotten to know each other in that capacity. And she's just overall a badass. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you, Pekka. It's great to be here with you. You know, Sarah's journey of resilience was one that was so incredible. And she is truly the living embodiment of how doing the radical resilience transformational work can impact, positively impact every facet of your life. And she wanted to come on and just share her journey. And I was thrilled and honored to have her on. And in addition to that, you know, we've decided that we want to collaborate together to even more effectively bring this work to the world. So we thought we would use uh, this podcast as a platform for sharing Sarah's story, and then also sharing with you guys how you can get more involved in the radical resilience transformational work. And uh, we have a pretty exciting opportunity coming up here, which we'll talk about at the end. So I know, but I'd love for you to share with our guests. When you and I met, we met at a, an NLP training, Neurolinguistic Programming. I was facilitating. You were there to learn and increase your skill set for your coaching work and your overall life. What was going on in your life at that point?
1: When we first met, it was... I want to say five or six years ago, I'd have to look at a calendar to know exactly when it wasn't, it was in November. And I, I remember that specifically because in August of that year, um, my then husband came home from a conference and sat down and said, I don't love you anymore. And I want a divorce and you are to blame for everything that has gone wrong in our marriage. And so one of the reasons that I went to that training was I was looking for something, anything to be a lifeline for me. And I remember specifically, I want to say twice during specific techniques, I actually had to leave the room and go cry in the bathroom during that training. Um, I was just heartbroken and internalized everything that he told me that was, you know, I was controlling Um, I wasn't loving. I was mean. I was, you know, I was all these things. And every one of those labels that he handed me, I said, yep, I am. And I took those on trying to save
0: that, that marriage where I was all those bad things. So he comes home, tells you all these things effectively places the blame squarely on your shoulders. And I think many people listening might say, well, you wanted to save the marriage after that. And yet there are also people who I think can relate to that and say, yeah, you know, when you've been married for that many years and you are of the mind, you know, I, like you, like I am like, I don't quit things, like I you know we're gonna make this work. And yet you also chose to internalize all of those things and uh, take them on. There was a lot of moving parts in that.
1: you know, we, we had a family. We've been married for I think fifteen years at that point we owned businesses together. My whole being was wrapped up in that marriage. And so when he said, um, he, he just, he wanted a divorce and he didn't love me anymore. I was like, that's not how this works. Like we don't just quit. And there was, you know, other pieces happening that I didn't know about at that point in our marriage. And I also, at the time I used to put the blame squarely on him, but I don't ever put it on him squarely now. Yes. He did some things that were out of integrity, you know, not a values match for me at this point in my life, but certainly I did do my fair share to get us to where we were as well. And and I was terribly unhappy. Um, I just didn't know it. And so, yeah, I I thought I needed to save that marriage because I thought my marriage defined me and in losing that marriage, I thought I was losing everything. I thought I was losing my livelihood, my income. Um, You know, I was losing my, my kids Um, the the thought of losing them 50% of the time, I was like, no, that's not okay. Um, and that's still something I don't love. Let's be really clear, but it is what it is. And they have parents that love them. And that's, what's really important as far as that. So it was, my whole being was just,
0: I was watching it shatter and I didn't know what to do about it. So that's why I wanted to save it. Yeah, I get that. I, I, you know, having been in a situation myself where the marriage was really strained, and, you know, deciding like, nope, we're going to make this work and we're going to go to counseling and do whatever it takes. I can, I can appreciate that mindset for sure. And certainly you had so many other factors at play with the kids and your business. And but really, I think what you just said there that I, I want to highlight was that your entire being and sense of identity was wrapped up in that marriage. and that happens so often. I think for many of us, for many women, you know, our identities and our sense of being and our groundedness gets wrapped up in our relationship with someone else, whether it's a marriage or another sort of substantial relationship. And when that comes crashing down, we feel like we've lost any sense of who we are. And I know that was my experience as well. So Fast forward a couple of years, and you've obviously been doing all the work to try and keep the marriage going, right? Unfortunately, you have taken on these belief structures that, you know, it's, it's all been your fault, so to speak. And um, I had at that point left the company that I was teaching for and was really focusing in on doing this resilience work. And we came together. I,
1: I want to say it was stuff you were posting on Facebook that I was like, I need to know more about what Pega's doing. So I had done um, the disc certification training that I did. And yes, at this point we were still trying to save the marriage. You know, that was my impression. We were doing counseling and then I was just doing counseling and, you know, still, you know, even when I moved into my house that I'm in now, I was like, okay, I need to make sure I leave room in the closet for him. Cause he's coming back. Um, And so that was kind of where I was at that point. So I did this disc certification training um, for the company I work with. And in that training, the facilitator uh, offered to go through somebody's disc assessment as part of the live training. And so she did mine. And so I'm up on stage with her and she's reading through it. And it was the disc with the values. Um, and motivators. And so she's reading through it. And I felt like she basically just ripped my clothes off of me and laid me bare on that stage for everyone to see all of my shame, everything I had been hiding. Um, You know, it, it, you know, she was like, you build walls, and you don't let people in. And it just, it shook me to my core again. And so I had seen you posting on Facebook, you know, I think you did a Facebook live talking about these pillars of resilience. And, and I reached out to Pega and I said, I need help. I, I need this in my life. In um, conversation, she, asked, you asked me what I wanted to do, get out of it. And you're like, you know, do you want to do it for relationships? Do you want to do it? And you offered all these different options. And I was like, I just want to fall madly in love with myself. That was all I
0: wanted. And I am. Well, I think that's really the best possible outcome anyone could ask for is, you know, that, that, you know, I I remember that conversation and you saying, I want to fall truly madly, deeply in love with myself. I want to be a boundaries ninja. I remember that too, you know, and I really just want to cultivate this, this inner core of unshakable resilience. And I was like, well, my dear. Let's go ahead and do that. So at that point, you know, when we started working together, what was your emotional state and your mental frame of mind? At that point, I
1: was really excellent at, and I'll use, use your analogy. And, you know, I'm, I don't know if it's yours originally, but I was very good at holding the beach ball under the water and letting it come smack me in the face all the time. You know, I had done all these trainings and read all these books and listened to these podcasts. And I was really great at spiritual bypassing at using the tools and techniques I had learned to not manage my emotions and the things I was feeling, but just reframe the heck out of them. Be like, Nope, I'm good. Everything's great. Uh, and meanwhile, it wasn't great. I was still really struggling at that point. Um, You know, I was, I was angry, I was sad, I was full of regret um, and struggled with forgiveness, not just for my ex and everything that had, you know, happened to get us to where we were on his part, but also me and what I had done to get us to where we were, Um, you know, it was like, I think the first time you told me, you said the word surrender to me, I was like, no, nope, we're not going to do that. So I was really good at, at saying, I have all these great tools that I'm going to use them and everything's going to be fine. And we're
0: fine. Everything's fine. Yep. Which I think so many very successful, uh, ambitious career driven. I mean, I'm going to say women, I think people, but women specifically do we get so good at being in control managing our situations by way of tooling and techniqueing our way through things when really it is, like you said, a sense of bypassing because you're not really going deep and dealing with the wounds and the, the baggage and the things that are at the core of what what created the breakdown anyway. Right. So i think that's a very common narrative you're not alone in that certainly and um so yeah i mean i i remember when you came to me and and i just i mean i can see it because i've you know and i worked with you i worked with you for a while and i see the incredible marked difference so we'll share with with folks you know kind of high level the process that that we went through but i just want you to share with our audience where are you now it's like night
1: and day you know hindsight's 2020 and so I'll I'll start with you know looking back now on how I was then I was really unhappy in my marriage um and, and I think I might have even said that already I just didn't know I was like I just thought that's what life was like is that you just woke up and went through kind of like a zombie even I was just that was my life and I thought that was what everyone's life was like and that was just how it was supposed to be and now I am thriving. I have, um, you know, when I, when I first hired you, I was struggling with my weight, I was struggling with my energy. And that was an important thing to me. And, and one of the hardest lessons in that was, um, and one of the biggest shifts in that for me was to exercise, not in order to love myself, but to do it because I love myself. And as soon as I made that shift, I've made amazing strides with my physical fitness and my health. And you know I'm comfortable in my skin no matter what my skin looks like, and I'm also the exhaustion is gone, the injuries have healed. Like there's been so much just physical changes uh, in my career. I'm thriving. I'm you know doing really well at uh, the coaching that I do with you know high level real estate teams and brokers, and I couldn't ask for that to be going any better. I've made amazing. Friendships that I didn't know I was capable of having that depth of relationship with people because I was just so used to putting up walls, pushing people away. Um, and so the tribe I've been able to, to develop is, I didn't know it was possible to have friends like that and to have more than one friend like that. I always, you know, the story I had always told myself was like, well, I just don't have a lot of friends because I'm an introvert. That's just who I am. Um, and that wasn't it. I just didn't know. And now I see the difference. And relationship wise, you know, it's, I'm happy. I'm so, so happy. And whether or not I'm in a relationship with someone, that happiness doesn't change. My happiness is inside of me. So it's, I couldn't ask for that to be going better either. Like, really, every area of my life, if I think about it, I'm like, it's night and day. And I didn't know how low I was until I got here and I could see how great I am and how. I am at dealing with speed bumps that come my way now. Like
0: COVID's been a pretty big speed bump and I'm okay. That is it. Right. So when I started the podcast out by saying you are the living embodiment of what resilience looks like when you implement this work, that's what that looks like is, you know, your ability to just be thriving in every facet of your life. And so we have continued, you know, we, we did that. We had our coaching relationship and obviously that's had incredible results. And then Subsequently, because I'm such a fan of you, we tend to be fans of each other, really, I guess. Mutual. Yes, thank you. Um, We decided that we wanted to partner together and bring this process that I did with you to more women. I mean, certainly I've been coaching people in this process for years now. Hundreds of women have gone through this radical resilience transformation process. And when you and I sat down to talk about what we wanted to create in terms of a group experience, we decided that we really wanted to hone in on this facet of resilience. So resilience after heartbreak. And the reason being that, you know, for those of you who may not know, my own marriage dissolving was really the birthplace of the radical resilience transformation process. So it was born of a period of time in my life when I was experiencing incredible heartbreak. I was devastated. I lost my sense of grounding, lost my sense of who I was. I was walking around with a whole lot of shame and guilt and feelings of unworthiness and didn't even realize as I was putting the pieces of my life back together that I was doing it in a systematic way. And then, you know, I sat down one day with a coach to look at where and how I wanted to be of service in the world. And in doing this retrospective on my life and this period of my life, it, it came through that I had created a system for resilience and I didn't even know it. And so I was able to then identify what I did, right. And turn it into a repeatable process. It was a download certainly, but then having done some research and really delved more deeply into these seven pillars of resilience that came about it turns out that i was definitely onto something so everything that is the radical resilience transformation process can be backed up with not only social proof in terms of like oh my gosh hundreds of people have gone through it and you know, had amazing results, it's validated through research. So it's kind of, you know, some people, they go to school, they do the research, then they create the system. And I kind of did it the other way around, I created the system. And I was like, I think this is, I I think this is, this is it. And then I validated that it was effective, and that it, it could be backed up by research after the fact. And so, you know, however, however, we did it, we did it, and it works. And that's really what matters the most. And you're, you're living proof of that. And so, What we really wanted to do was to create a way that we could bring this work to more people. So we've created a program, and it is specifically for women who are experiencing heartbreak, whether that's as a result of a devastating divorce, a relationship ending, and so many relationships are dissolving right now in our global climate, there's so much divisiveness or even friendships ending because that has a profound impact on one's psyche and you know mental and emotional well-being as well. So we wanted to create this process and this this program so that we could take more women through it. They could get we could get more women experiencing these amazing results that not only I had, Sarah has had, but hundreds of other women have had. So our invitation for you is if you are somebody who is going through A divorce, a breakup, or experiencing some really devastating loss of a friendship. Check out the link in the show notes and connect with us because we can share more with you about this program and how you can get the tools and methodology for how to navigate that with grace and ease and go from being devastated as you might be, or maybe you know somebody who is, to feeling really divine and thriving after heartbreak. So it's really about radical resilience after heartbreak.
1: It doesn't have to be if it just happened that sometimes these relationships happened a long time ago, even, Um, you know, that was six years ago that my divorce started. So it was, it was a long process. So you might say, well, this doesn't apply to me. It was 10 years ago. and, And that's not necessarily true. If you're feeling that way and you want to feel
0: divine, this process is for you. Sarah, I am so thrilled that we're doing this together because I think, you know, bringing our respective gifts together in supporting women through this process is going to really take it to the next level. I mean, I've certainly done this work one-on-one with people myself, but I'm a big advocate in collaborating and bringing other voices and other uh, people who have their own genius into the process so that we can give people an even more extraordinary experience.
1: I'm very excited to uh, work with you on this. I do think that uh, you have an, have developed an amazing program and I'm excited to help you scale it and, and
0: bring it to more people. So we'll be co-facilitating this together. Um, yes. And you know, what I love about it is that you're gonna be working with two individuals, both of whom have, you know, the NLP, so the Neuro Linguistic Programming background, The mental emotional release and hypnotherapy background. We both have that. You know, Sarah's got the DISC certification and those expertise, the business background that she brings to the conversation. And then I've got the other energetic tools like Theta Healing and the ancient Hawaiian shamanic practice of HUNA that we bring to the equation. So it's a really robust set of tools and experience that we have between the two of us. So we're really excited um, to bring this program to you. And to be of service to you in the highest possible way that we can. Yes, absolutely. So I want to thank you, Sarah, for coming on and being a guest on the podcast for us to be able to share with the world this work that we're going to be doing together um, and for so vulnerably and courageously sharing your story with everyone so that they can see themselves in the process and see what's possible for them in you. So thank you for that.
1: Absolutely. You're welcome. And thank you for having me. I, I'm so excited to be a part of this with you.
0: Can't wait to see what uh, we grow. Lovely listeners. Thank you so much for joining us again on Radical Resilience, the podcast. We'll be back again soon with another amazing guest between now and then with so much love, light and aloha signing off until next time. Namaste. I'm Pega Codian. Thank you for listening to Radical Resilience, the podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Be sure to go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and rate. And remember to share this with all the amazing women in your life. Join us next week for another episode of Radical Resilience, the podcast.